Did it turn off as soon as it landed or what? It turned off and we just lost that episode. Fuck me. <laughs> so let's go back. Uh, <laughs> this is going to be a sad episode now. Ooh. Damn. We were almost wrapping up too. Yeah, we were halfway there, dude. And then the whole the recorder stopped working. Steven dropped the thing or a ghost pushed it. We have a sandboard now. You're listening to the Unresearched Podcast, Steven, so we'll 20 minute power hour. And our topic was is Greek mythology, Greek gods, Greek uh, big fail, son. Yeah, big big fail. It's all right. It's not the first time this has happened to us. No, so we were talking about Hephaestus. Hephaestus. Hephaestus is the ugliest motherfucker in Greek mythology. We're talking. It's a story about him, the ugliest man in the world. Yeah, kind of. In Greek mythology, my bad. Yeah, so we kind of now that we kind of I told you the story. <laughs> the story of Hephaestus. Hephaestus. There was an ugly barnacle. He was so ugly. <laughs> How ugly was he? That everyone died. Damn. <laughs> uh, that was pretty good. <laughs> I didn't know you had a little. Yeah, I have a Sick. lot. Of, I have a lot of. What things. is the crying man? I don't know. What is the crying man? Who is the crying man? No. What is the crying man for five thousand? What the fuck? <laughs> what the hell? But anyway, let's just kind of go over it. Um, Hephaestus. I don't know how. I keep pronouncing. Let me see. Hephaestus. Hephaestus. Yeah, Hephaestus. I keep saying it. Uh, Hephaestus. Ugly motherfucker. I keep Get saying it in multiple dis- different ways. He has a weird fucking name. Hephaestus. Hef. It's kind of like heifer. You're a heifer. Heifer looking motherfucker. Yeah. So. There's a thing about Hephaestus, like he lived in his forge. He was kind of badass. Like he was known for like making the greatest weaponry, and like every, like every god went to him for like. I need, oh, I need so a, he was the blacksmith. For he the was gods? the blacksmith for the gods, and like basically, whenever uh, a demigod needed a special weapon, they'd go to him, and he'd forge it for them. And that's why he's always like he's never really a, he doesn't really have any skills besides that. No, no, no. Like any real like story arc, like a lot of the gods do. Cause he's so ugly. <laughs> he's just sitting. <laughs> he just chills in his forge and making steel. And he's married to Aphrodite, and they never really like. They don't have any offspring. They're just oh, married because, by arrangement. Oh, because she's pretty and he's ugly. <laughs> yeah, and he has a gimpy leg. And she's like, hell no, we're not doing it. So let's go back to the god of fire, craftsmanship, and sculpture. Uh, Hephaestus. Hephaestus was the god of fire in the forge, craftsmanship, and sculpture, and he was the Olympian, born of the goddess Hera without the help of a man. So he's not really Zeus's son. She just decided that to have a son. She's just going to have him. And the, and the reason he's ugly is because it wasn't from Zeus? The reason that he's ugly is like maybe he's just fucking a baby. Like you said, babies are fucking ugly sometimes. Yeah, yeah. He just never got, never he got never good got looking. The, well, he never got the other chromosomes. Like, uh, like... Hera must have been grave too then. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> well, maybe because yeah, I don't know, dude. They just needed to be an ugly ass fool in the Greek mythology, and Hephaestus got the shit end of the stick. Yeah, take the, like so. Hera was furious with her husband Zeus for his constant cheating with other women, uh, with nymphs, goddesses, and whoever beasts, whoever he, beasts, whoever he fucking Bulls felt and like shit, it. whatever. Dude. Zeus he would, fucks all. He yeah, fucks. Zeus would fuck the moon if he could. Hell yeah, he probably would, dude. And then uh, he had so so many offspring 
that are part of Greek mythology. So whenever you say, oh, it's the son of Zeus, it goes kind of, the Greeks would find that a very like, like, yeah, noble no thing. Shit, we know. Yeah. I'm, I'm also the son of Zeus, so <laughs> yeah. everyone, like, everyone like, here. Yeah, like, you think you're so special? Sons of Zeus's are a dime a dozen. Yeah. <laughs> they really talk about the daughters of Zeus so much, though. Oh, yeah. What's up with them? Well, Athena's one. We'll cut to her. Um, Hera felt as if Zeus's escapades were being rubbed in her face all the time. And specifically, she felt that if, uh, due to the birth of Zeus's daughter, Athena, had he had proven that he didn't need a woman at all to have a child. But truthfully, Metis was Athena's mother. But because Zeus gave birth to her himself, he was really just showing off. But kind of, so that, I think I already told you the story about that. There's a prophecy that Metis, whoever, oh, yeah, was, yeah. whatever offspring Metis had, would go on to slay the father. Yeah. So, so. Zeus knew this prophecy, but he said he still wanted to get down in Brown Town. Yeah. So he basically um, impregnated Metis and then um, ate her whole and then... So she was she was so pregnant in his body, uh, and Athena, her will to live was so strong that she basically speared herself out of Zeus's skull Zeus's and skull. gave birth to herself, more than Zeus giving birth to her. Right. Okay. But this really pissed off Hera for some reason. <laughs> but I guess... Bitches be tripping, dude. And Athena is pretty badass. She has a rivalry with um, Ares, because they're both technically gods of war. But one's more... Athena's more god of strategy, and... Hera? Hera's Hela? Is it kind of like Hela? Or oh, that's a Hera? different one. Hera? Hera. Oh, okay. That was Are a... you paying attention? Hela. No, because you know there's Hela from uh, Thor. You're not paying attention. No, but is, the same, is it the same one or is that different? Same one from what? Hela and Hera. Those are two different people, right? I never said Hela. I know, but there's a Hela and then there's a Hera. You never well, not in Greek he mythology. Oh, okay, okay, my bad. That's a different mythology. <laughs> my bad. I thought they were the same chick. You know what I'm talking about, though, right? Can we move on with the story? All right, go with your damn fucking <laughs> fart noises. Oh, Jesus Christ. That's what I thought. Okay. So, she decides to give birth to Hephaestus. 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 Herself. Just to prove that she can do it too. So when she uh, did, he wasn't really the most considered the one of the more attractive or appealing looking gods. He also had a disability. He had a weird gimpy leg that as soon as Hera took a look, one look at him, uh, she was like disgusted. And, like, Chucked him. Like, Chucked him over the thing. You were getting ahead of the thing. Story. Chucked <laughs> him over the thing. So she decided to discard him and threw him off of Mount Olympus. So he just tumbled down to the, the bottom of the mountain. And that's basically where he created his forge. He just landed there and is like, I guess I live here now. Yeah, so <laughs> she threw him from Mount Olympus and out of her sight. So, because the sight of him sickened her. And he was found by the nymphs Thetis and Eurotomy, who cared for Hephaestus, Hephaestus and raised him far from Mount Olympus. When Festus was grown, he learned to become a skilled blacksmith and craftsman. In the show of affection to his distant mother, he had built a golden throne for Hera and set it up to Mount Olympus. But Hephaestus, still angry for being thrown off the mountain, uh, installed the throne with a trap. And so as Hera sat down on it, she was strapped in and couldn't be released. Not even Zeus could release him. Clink, 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 clink. With all of Zeus's strength, this trap, this, uh, 
throne was way too fucking gnarly. Narbars. What sort of witchcraft, dude? What kind of devilry is this? Why isn't there a movie about this? That would sound like a, sound like a the, cool ass. By the gods. By the gods. Uh, so Zeus <laughs> set out to have Hephaestus return to Mount Olympus so that Hera could be freed from the throne. And the way he decided to do this was to offer Aphrodite for marriage. Who is known as like the most beautiful thing on like beautiful woman in existence, bar none, goddess of love, right? And she agreed to uh, to the arrangement at first, assuming that Ares, the god of war, would easily defeat Hephaestus and bring him up to Mount Olympus, thus allowing them to get married. Right. right. And we kind of went through the whole love affair with <coughs> Aphrodite and Ares. We'll probably get to yeah, that yeah. eventually. Yeah. Don't. Yeah. Yeah. They, yeah. 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 They yeah. Fuck. I they, get yeah, it. Yeah, they be yeah, fucking. Yeah, they be yeah, yeah, yeah. So, after Ares failed to bring Hephaestus back to Mount uh, Olympus, Olympus uh, Aphrodite st- kind of started to regret her decision. Yeah, maybe after multiple attempts, Ares failed each time. Uh, Dionysus, who's yeah. never one to follow the rules, suggested that Hephaestus simply return himself to Mount Olympus, and then he would free Hera himself, and then be given Aphrodite as his bride. Damn, trickster. And he exactly he did exactly that. He surrendered himself to Zeus and Hera on Mount Olympus. He freed Hera, and then he married Aphrodite because she was stuck by agreement to the marriage, and she couldn't back out. Damn. And she got pissed when this happened. <laughs> like, what the fuck? I wonder. It doesn't. I he probably just walked up to the throne and just like pulled like <laughs> a little lever. Like, like there you go. You, see, you didn't see this button. <laughs> See, it says off, <laughs> see, release. Yeah, you see how, like, all your strength <laughs> and all you need to do is have a little bit of smarts and touch this button. See this little levy here? Yeah. You pull this little levy. It's cool. And then she's and like, I get the hottest girl <laughs> in the Mount Olympus, boy. Even though Hep- yeah, boy. Hephaestus and Aphrodite were married, they never had any children together. And Aphrodite frequently cheated on Hephaestus with Ares and other gods. Damn. With Ares, she had many children. Uh, Cupid is one of them. Uh, Aphrodite was forced to marry Hephaestus, and she never let him forget it. So they had a very like he didn't really care. Like like he technically he just had, wanted to prove a point. Yeah, huh? he t- yeah technically it's like I'm the ugliest motherfucker in Mount Olympus, but I'm married to the hottest babe. You guys, oh, can't, that's my you, wife right there. Yeah, yeah, you see that? That's my <laughs> wife. Can't you guys can't fuck with that? My wife. I'm like Aries is like yeah, but I fucked her like three I times. Fucked already. her last night. Yeah. So she has like 18 of my kids, bro. Yeah, but that's my wife. That's my wife. My wife. Damn, dude, so poor Hephaestus never got any action? No. Crying man. That's, that's Hephaestus. <laughs> he probably didn't care. He was more concerned about his craftsmanship and, like, creating all these beautiful, like, works of art and working in his forge. and. Hephaestus, yeah, that's like on uh, video games and shit. They always got uh, the ugliest fucking troll making their weapons for you. I wonder if that's... That's based off this, yeah. Based off of Hephaestus. Nobody's named Hephaestus. Mephesto. Uh, a lot of the stories surrounding Hephaestus usually involve him crafting various means of trickery and traps for gods and goddesses who have wronged him in some way. So the story about Hera is basically uh, just one of many of the stories of how he just kind of plays himself into Greek mythology. Um, an old jigsaw. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Another impressive uh, example Let of this is found in the story with Ares, which we will get to 
on another episode. So my, I always liked Hephaestus as a god because he just was like... Look at a picture of him. He just kind of was one of those guys that just like didn't give a fuck and he's like, I'm going to create all this crazy shit. I'm going to do busy creating shit. Sure, I'm married to this hot wife and she cheats on me all the time. <laughs> <laughs> you can't get a divorce back then or what? No, no I don't think so. Otherwise, Hera would have divorced Zeus like I'm like, I feel like day uh, after they make up married. Yeah, that's so weird, dude. Let's see, Hephaestus. He had like other concerns other than just like. He's probably just like, well, he probably just like, yeah, I make weapons that fucking kill gods, and uh, and I'm yeah, and I'm married to like the hottest chick. So we have time for one more god. The god. Whoa. So Dionysus, he's the god of theater, wine, vegetation, pleasure, and madness. Whoa. So he's the one that convinced uh, Hephaestus to just go uh, screw over Ares and Zeus's plans and marry, get him married to Aphrodite. So this is the god of that. So he's the god of wine, and he was always just like you would always see him like with grapes and like a jug of wine and just. Is like, he all fat? No. Okay, that. Hephaestus' pick does not look... He doesn't look too ugly. No chance of that. He's got a stupid haircut. Dionysus was the fun god, the party god. He was the god of many things, most importantly, wine, pleasure, and theater. He liked to make a show of everything. Like He wanted to kind of just be the trickster. He was the only Olympian born to a mortal woman, a Semele. This makes him one of the descendants of Candace, the founder of Thebes. So he was associated with that city's history as well as the family curse. Though he was unaffected by it. We'll get to the family curse of Thebes later. Uh, simultaneously, uh, Dionysius was often described as a god who turned to the Greek world from the east. And even still, there's evidence that Dionysius was actually one of the first gods worshipped in the Greek world, appearing in writings from the earliest of their Greek languages. And he was also worshipped the longest as the Roman god Lever. Worship of Dionysius extended beyond the reach of most other Olympian gods. Dionysius uh, was often uh, depicted as... A young, gender-fluid individual carrying a glass of drinking wine and Theusus a reed staff. So he was always, like they're basically saying he was uh, loosey-goosey with his uh, sexual productivity. He's, uh, he's kind of like that one, uh, we talked about a guy like this. It was uh, an emperor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's um, kind of like the Roman em emperor, I forget his name, but he was the fucking party, the party dude that was like... I just want to fuck, and there's an <laughs> island for me and all the party people. Let's Augustus? go. Something. No, something no, something like that. Dermopolis? Yeah. They all have fucking weird-ass names. I can't pronounce them. Uh, excuse me. I got to preface this. I am going to fuck up a lot of these names because I've never really had to say them out live. I've only ever read them. So if my pronunciation or my the way I'm saying the names is rubbing you the wrong way, Deal with that shit, son, because it's not going to change. This is why I'm here, brother, to pronounce them correctly. I get the boo? Uh, I booed myself. You get the boo. And the fart. <laughs> you get farted on, brother. You fart in your general direction. There's nothing to say about Dionysus to fill multiple books, though his worship very greatly in its presentation. Part simply, he was a god of the people, one of the regular humans who could relate more to... Uh, that they can relate to more than other Olympians from like the pantheon of gods in Greek mythology. This manifests in his symbols of wine and theatrical performance. So he's the party. He's the fun party god. He's the guy like 
I would want to worship this dude more than I would want to worship Zeus because Zeus is going to send a lightning bolt up my ass. Dionysus. Dionysus. Uh, the story of Dionysus' return to Greece is most famously told in the Greek tragedy The Brock by Euripides. The god Dionysus arrived in Thebes in the city of his birth, disguised as one of his own priests. Um, with him were the Maenads, a group of women devoted to worshiping Dionysus. In Thebes, he found Pentheus, his cousin, the current king, who was actively denouncing the god, telling to the people of Thebes not to worship this new god and threatening punishment if they did. He and others refused to acknowledge that Dionysus was a god, one born of their own family member, Semele and Zeus. Wait, what's well, your name again? Smelia? Smelly. 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 Uh, Pentheus's mother and Dionysus' aunt Agave, among other women of Thebes, became involved with the group worshipping Dionysus. She and many other Theban women retreated into the nearby forest where they partied hard, oh. drank wine, danced, sang, uh, ripped animals to shreds, Whoa, basically dude. banging, like doing a bunch of God. witchcraft shit. Some real fucking orgy, blood orgies, huh? And that's like all the shit, well, you get like wicked like imagery of witches just partying in the fucking Damn. forest, getting drunk and acting Not crazy. Not giving a fuck, dude. And they all did it in the name of Dionysus. Dionysus, yeah, he allows it, dude. All hail Dionysus. Yeah. Pinthus found out about these acts and was horrified, so he planned to send soldiers in to kill all the women worshiping Dionysus and even his own mother. Damn. Their the actions mom, were so against the, the norm that... down, dude. Uh, their act these women's actions were so be against the norm that Pentheus <laughs> just believed they should adhere to that. In his mind, they deserved the death. Dude. They so just they worshipped this dude so much, they fucking got so crazy. This guy's like, you guys... Are sinning so bad, you guys deserve that. This feels like almost a Christian tale than more than like right? a yeah. tale. Well, all those fucking people worshiping him were like, "Yeah, we get to let loose, get wild." Like, <laughs> yeah. what do you guys know about a little butt fun? Nothing, dude. Dionysus knows what's up. He is just chill. It's like, yeah, he goes to chilling, Pentheus. Man. There's no rules here. We can do whatever the fuck you want. He goes to Pentheus in disguise. Uh, he persuades him to say that this isn't quite necessary yet, and he said. He suggest, suggested instead uh, they should spies on the women and <laughs> while be dis while disguising as them. So he decided, like, hey, no, don't kill them. Let's dress as chicks. Let's go to their party. We'll spy on them. Oh, we'll check it out. We'll check it. We'll see what they're really into. What's really going on here? We might like it, dude. You don't know. We might like it. They said we might dig it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Pentheus, uh, at this point, himself descending into Dionysian's madness, agreed to this plan and dressed himself like one of the women, following Dionysus into the forest to spy on the Theban women and their wine-filled frenzy of orgy and debauchery. Damn. Do you imagine how the rest of the story's going to go, right? Yeah, it's going to be have too much of, He's going to have too much of a fun time. He's going to be like, well, see, see what's up? Dionysus ain't so bad, dude. Yeah. When Pantheus arrived at the spot in the forest where the women were gathered, he was still in, in this crazy state and decided it would be best if he climbed to the top of one of the trees so he could look down on the women. Whoa. Uh, once he did this, Dionysus revealed himself and pointed out Theseus to the Maynards. This action by Dionysus drove the Maynards completely mad, and they pulled Pantheus down from the tree and proceeded to rip him limb from limb. They tore this fool to shreds, son. Wow, 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 wow. <laughs> he didn't even, He got so wrapped up in like looking at their blood orgy that he just like climbed up. He was in awe, dude, and, and then they were like, just I'm, like, what I'm the so, fuck you? I want to get in on this. And like, Dwayne would have found him out anyway and ripped him to shreds. Damn. <laughs> when it was all over, a guy returned to the city of Thieves holding her son's head in her hand. So, 
she basically uh, Pentheus' mother was partying. Partying, yeah. cut off his head, went back to the city with his head in her hand, showing it off to everybody. So yeah, this is my son right here, son, and then just kicked it on over to him. She believed it was the head of a lion. She said that she the was fuck? able to defeat the lion herself. She was proud and showing off. Agave's uh, madness eventually began to wear off, and her father Cadmus revealed to her what she had actually done. Because she was like thinking, "Oh, she she hallucinating?" Yeah. Damn. But Dionysius was causing all this shit. He's just like creating, like he's just sitting back and laughing. He's like, "You guys didn't want to worship me. You guys wanted to kill all my followers, and I had now I had the king's own mother chop the king's head off and parade it around the town." Grave, dude. What's up now? Agave, grave. <laughs> uh, Dionysius was the god of theater, so Greek drama was dedicated to him. The main event where ancient Greeks plays were performed was the Neosia, an annual festival held in Athens, where three playwrights would compete for the top prize. It would always begin with a sacrifice to Dionysius and included a procession of phalli, uh, yes, phallic statues. Phallic means like statues shaped like dicks. Ooh. So they just get, they're all, Fucking they're all going to party. They're all walking around uh, in this festival, uh, whole carrying dildos, essentially. Dick, dick statues? And they dildos. traveled throughout the city with That's me. fucking hilarious, dude. Well, it's, like, it's like, you said this guy was like a theater guy, right? He was the god of theater. theater. So, he, oh, was, so he, he was making his own was, movies, dude. He was making, comedies. He was making his own uh, <laughs> oh. movies and seeing them play out. Well, he yeah. just sat in the background and watching, kind of just yeah. watching, getting drunk on wines, just laughing at everyone. Hell yeah, yeah. So he was making movies so for he was himself. The, yeah, the, he was the fun god. So everyone yeah. that worshipped him had more of a like this realization of things don't need to be serious all the time. Yeah, we need to lay like, back. We can lay back. We can chill. But if you get too chilled, you get your head chopped off by your own mom. Damn. <laughs> or if you get too non-chill. Non-chill. Yeah, it's supposed to be like stuff. Not everything has to be serious. Serious shit can be funny. Check that shit out. Look how funny. So he liked like his stories are also a lot. He likes to fuck around with all the other gods the same way like tricking. He's kind of like a Loki. Kind of. He's not the god. He's a god. Of, he's a. I guess he's a trickster god, but he's god more of like mischief, right? Uh, wine and debauchery and wine. That sounds like me, dude. That was my shit. But I don't know about all the dick stuff. But everyone, when they would need something serious done, they would play, pray to Zeus. When they need to go on a voyage to sea, they would pray to. Poseidon, and when someone would go to the underworld, they would pray to Hades and make sure that they got safe passage to Hades. All these gods served a purpose, but his purpose was just like, let's see what how much fun we can have today. <laughs> if we're lo running low on wine, would we pray to this guy? Yeah, so maybe like yeah, running low on wine, dude. So that's our part one of the Greek gods. We got the who is it? Hephaestus and Dionysius. Yep. <clears throat> so a couple stories. We'll get into like some of the more well known. Poseidon, Hades, Zeus, Athena, Hera. Crazy dude. Artemis, Demeter. But yeah. If you guys wanna I think this one was better than the one we lost. I think so too. We we got it through. A master craftsman, dude. Jacques Lamont Schroeder. Do you think we need a round of applause? Yeah, I think we earned it, dude. No crying man. Hit up uh Jacques Lamont Schroeder, master craftsman, dude. Uh, That's our shout up. out. That's my shout out. That's our sponsor. That's our, our sponsor. Official sponsor for our the special, podcast. Yeah, he said he'll sponsor all our episodes, dude. Hit him up. Oh yeah. <laughs> Hit him up. Six one nine nine eight five nineteen forty two. No crank calls. No crank calls. Here we go. Thank you. We did it. We fucking did it. Good job.
Yeah, shout Good out to the Tower fam, Squid Squad fam, Vegas fam, Costa Rica fam, our Ukraine family, Canada. We're going through a hard time in the world right now. We might be in World War Three. No mental, mental illness theater. Mental illness theater is always <laughs> a fun listen. They did an episode about the San Diego Tank Man. Have you ever uh, heard about that one? Uh, no. Maybe. Oh, it's good. It's good. They talk about the guy that uh, stole a tank from. Oh, okay. Race. Yeah, yeah. I remember that. And I never. I didn't listen to the episode though. You should go check it out. It's really fun. It's funny Weird. because it's very San Diego based, and we're San Diego based, and they talk about like how they're going down Kearney Mesa Road with a stolen tank. They're from San Diego. Mental illness theater. Yeah. No, they're from Canada, bro. Oh, that's right. My <laughs> bad. I have shitty memories, son. Yeah. With that note. I leave you.